Hello, I'm Jonathan Hand, and welcome to the Lease Negotiator podcast. Bringing you commercial property insights for the latest news, information, hints and tips, and sharing some of my experiences over the past 30 years. Hello. In this week's episode, I want to talk about not knowing what you don't know. I hate seeing waste, and certainly waste of resources when it is so completely unnecessary. And that is why I'm so curious to understand why so many business owners who have little to no experience in the commercial property process or lease negotiations choose to undertake the process themselves. This ends up wasting huge amounts of resources, time, money, and why? Is it because they don't know where to turn to for advice? Is it they misunderstand the role of the commercial property agent who whose job it is to uh, best represent the landlord, not the business owner as the tenant? Is it that they believe that their solicitor will be their safety net and provide them from any mistakes that they make? Well, often um, the solicitor's role is simply just to translate what's been agreed into legal format and legal jargon? Is it because of ego and sort of business owner's attitude that it seems easy and therefore I can do that myself? Or is it they just don't see the value in getting uh, an expert in to help them? I suppose ultimately it might be a combination of all these. But the one thing I do know is in my experience, without the technical knowledge and expertise, not knowing what you don't know in lease negotiations can have a fairly significant cost attached to it. A couple of examples this week have really sort of kind of driven this home, really. First is I've been involved in a uh, helping a manufacturing company negotiate lease terms on a uh, an industrial property. They're look, looking to set up a new facility. It's a relatively new, or it's a new experience for them. It's a new business. And very early in that process, I queried, uh, does the power supply coming into that building match what they need as a business to power their machines? Inquiries were made and, and they've been ongoing for the last couple of months. We've got through the process, lease terms were negotiated, head terms sent solicitors and solicitors have, have prepared the lease. And we're just in the, well, my client was just in the process of uh, getting the lease signed. And I queried again, is there enough power for what you want to do? The power companies were chased and answers eventually come through. And the power supply to the particular property we're after is 50% less than what they actually need to power their machines. We're currently investigating what the cost of that power supply is, but it's likely to run into probably tens of thousands of pounds. Just thinking about it in terms of, yes, it's come very late in the day, but ultimately ends as a questioning the power supply on that, on that particular property has probably saved my client tens of thousands of pounds. It's something that is so small and obvious, but sometimes it does get missed. And signing a lease on a property where the power supply is insufficient would have been a huge, huge mistake. So that's just one example of kind of not knowing what you don't know could actually lead to fairly significant cost. Second example is a company I'm currently working with, and they've been in discussions on a particular property. They've done their own negotiations and have actually now got to a sort of draft heads of term stage. But before taking it to their board for sign off, um, they came to me and just said, look, Jonathan, can you just have a look at this for us? 
give us your opinion and in terms of is there anything we can improve upon. So in the heads of terms, we're probably about 16 points or so. Having sort of scanned through that and looked at it, I've made recommendations on 10 out of the 16 points to change. So it's things like incentives, rent, break clause, break clause notice, repairs and mitigating themselves from uh, potential cost in the future, querying the service charge, putting a cap on the service charge potentially, deposit and when, when that comes back to the to the tenant and uh, landlords works where which can be sort of structured slightly differently in favour of um, the company rather than the landlord. So just thinking about that, without any advice, the company would have probably agreed to the heads of terms as they originally agreed and set. That would have gone off to the solicitors. He would have prepared the lease. And fundamentally, that would have ended up then that particular company signing a very, very landlord-favoured lease, which would lead to an expected cost, a waste of resource, when absolutely, with the right advice, all that could be very easily avoided. So I suppose the lesson... Um, out of this is if you don't know what you what you should know about lease negotiations and the property process then please consider what it could be costing you and get an expert on board to help advise you through the process it's sometimes the really sort of small and little things that can have the biggest cost implications so we're here if there's any advice that you need in terms of that process absolutely happy to help and bye for now Thank you for listening to today's podcast. I can be found on LinkedIn, Jonathan Hand, The Lease Negotiator, or check out the website, theleasenegotiator.com. I hope you enjoyed listening and please subscribe, tell your friends, comment and share. I look forward to welcoming you next time for more hints and tips and insights into the commercial property market. I am Jonathan Hand, The Lease Negotiator.